Welcome to Brewery Society Beers episode number nine of... Brutal Battle. Alright, so I don't really have anything to talk about, about the brewery on this episode, because this is the ninth one. I'm starting to lose momentum on things to talk about, although we're doing this in two parts, so I might have something to talk about in the second half. I don't know. We haven't chosen the beers for the second half of this episode yet, uh, but we know about the first one. Um, there's something interesting about these two. Well... Some people may think it's interesting, some people may not, but there's something I think is interesting about these first two, uh, and that doesn't warrant us talking a lot about it, but we'll talk about it briefly, and then, like I said, I don't know what we're going to do for the second two. Maybe there's a topic that'll come up about the brewery because of one of those two beers or both of them. I don't know. But we don't really have a topic. But I do want to say, I'm still loving the brewery, still loving my Reserve Society. We still have a lot of beers. We, still have, a lot. we still have a lot of beers in the house. Still have a lot of beers to pick up. Yes. We have a lot just sitting in Washington, D.C. We need to make a run to get them. Uh, and we're probably going to do it in the next few weeks just to go grab that stuff. Uh, and I'm excited because we have waiting for us a four-pack of their Hellas Lager and a four-pack of their Pilsner. Yeah. And I'm most excited about that because they're light. <laughs> yeah. Should be done. But obviously we love their other stuff. So here we go. Stuff that's not light. What's okay. our first beer? So the first beer is called All the Cows. It is an imperial milk stout aged in bourbon barrels with vanilla. It is 14% and it's in a 16 ounce can. Yep. So this may end up being a, one of the shorter episodes, but you know, it happens. I am, we've had these already. We've already tried these beers before, but it's been a bunch of months. Yeah. So I don't fully remember stuff. Also, when we back, had them... Back, back when you could see people. Yes. Also, when we had them, it was, like, with a bunch of other beers. Yeah. So, it wasn't like we were I feel focusing like super hard on them. That's how you're going to quantify time now. Was it before or after you could hang out with people? BP or AP. <laughs> before people or after people. I'm a little, I'm a little messing up a little bit with my yeah, point Yeah, what here. the heck? It's just a 16-ounce can. Why are you dribbling? Um, I'm just gonna, you know, we're not gonna launder this. That's fine. Yeah. It was just one little drip. I, that's not that bad for me lately. Okay. okay. It looks like it's stout. Yeah, it looks like it's, I wouldn't, well, I was gonna say it looks like it's bourbon barrel aged. I wouldn't be able to say that from the look. <laughs> you can't. I'm sure it'll smell that way though. It, it does look, to be honest, like it has like a chocolate milk type head to it. Yeah. Because it's like uneven bubbles and it's, it's that, that color, like very brown. So. And it smells like a bourbon barrel aged stout. Yeah. There's a good amount of bourbon on that. Yeah. Very caramelly. Mmm. Caramelly, chocolatey. I'm getting the vanilla, too. Definitely, like, roasty. Mm. Yeah. There's a little bit of a kind of salty, soy saucy finish on the nose, but it's slight. It's it's very, very light. The thing that stands out most to me, though, is bourbon. Yeah. It's so bourbon-y. Yeah. But it's, like, a nice bourbon. It's yes. Not, it's not offensive. It's, like, delicious. It's, like... The nose that I want it to be. Yeah, it's it's not like all spirit, like hardcore alcohol smell. It's just like the nice nuanced flavor notes in the nose of a bourbon. And it actually smells very smooth, to be honest. I tell you what, it's not as bourbon-y on the, on the taste as much as I thought it was going to huh. be. Because it's so yeah. bourbon on the nose. Yeah. I mean, you definitely get the bourbon. And you definitely get the burn. You can tell it's high ABV. I don't know if I would guess 14. It doesn't burn like 14. No. I mean, it burns like 10, maybe? I mean, you can tell it's a big beer, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, you can tell it's bigger for sure. It does have a creaminess in the mouthfeel. Do you feel that way? It's very smooth. It's kind of yeah. kind of almost creamy. Yeah, I can see that. It is really smooth. Yeah. This is, it's, yeah. It's dangerous. It drinks. Oh, yeah. And this yeah. is with vanilla. Bourbon barrel aged with vanilla. That's it. It's an imperial milk stout. So the milk stout aspect okay. is why it is nice and creamy. And I think that actually that kind of, that creamy aspect to it is what's helping round out that bourbon barrel flavor. Because that's why I think we're smelling it a lot more and not tasting it as much. Because that kind of like creaminess is folding it in. Um, and there's a nice chocolate on there. It finishes with a nice kind of milk chocolate, mm -hmm. in my opinion. And I get the vanilla in there. Um, what I get of the bourbon, I think I'm mainly getting like a caramel. So it's like a caramel vanilla. I mean, it almost makes me think of like a square of chocolate, of like milk chocolate with like a caramel encoded, um, caramel coated like vanilla marshmallow. Mm -hmm. Is kind of how it tastes to me. Yeah, it's good. I like mm -hmm. it. Yeah, this beer is um, you this poured, beer is really nice. You poured it's, me a decent amount. I know. I, I actually did that for me too. I'm in the mode of the last time we recorded, it was much lighter beers. Yeah. So I was kind of in that mode, <laughs> and I was just like, as I did it, I was like, oh crap, this is 14. Yeah. Oh well, whatever. What are you gonna do? We can't pour it back in the can. Wow. It's gonna man up. You could, but it would be all over the table. You just gotta, I'm gonna reference a, an episode for a long, from a long time ago. You just gotta slam that nooner. Slam that nooner. <laughs> Do people remember what that's from? I believe that was from our showcase episode on Sierra, Sierra Nevada. Nevada. I'm surprised you remember that. How do you remember that? Because it was so off the wall wacky when you said it. I was like, what the hell? Well, you know why I was saying slam that nooner. No. Because they're, they're, the beer is, is called a nooner. Yeah, yeah. they're Pilsner's nooner. Yeah. Yeah. Which I remember being good. Okay, so what is interesting about the second beer? It's the same as the first. <laughs> yes, we're trying the exact same beer. Only. No. There's one difference. Yes. They're the same vintage. They're the same base beer. They're also both barrel-aged. Bourbon yeah. barrel-aged, that is. So this one's called All the Chocolate Cows. Mm-hmm. So what, what would be the difference between all the cows and all the chocolate cows? So it's still an imperial milk stout, still aged, aged in bourbon barrels, still with vanilla, but now we've added cacao nibs. Boom. There's Rich still and Stephanie. 14%. As our buddies Rich and Stephanie would say, cacao! Cacao! <laughs> they love cacao. Or love saying cacao, I will say. So anyway, all right. So I'm same excited. beer with cacao nibs. So if I remember the last time we had these, which, like I said, I don't remember a don't ton. don't remember, remember. You yeah. Remember. It's not because we, we got, like, drunk no, or anything. It's just, because we were drinking a bunch of beers I mean, at, at once been. and socializing. So we It might have been, really like, attention. you know, five months ago. Five, six months Sounds ago. Sounds about right. I mean, we're in, if you think maybe January, we're in June. But I will tell you what I do remember. Of the beers. I remember when I had them back to back at that time, I remember thinking I preferred all the cows over all the chocolate cows. Now we'll find out if that's this, if that holds, holds true now for me or if I feel differently about it. Okay. But anyway. So it looks the same. 
Uh, yeah, the head looks about the same. Actually, I think the head's a little more consistent, though. It's a little less, like, chocolate milky looking, and a little more just, like, much larger bubbles. Which, I don't know why that is. Might just have to do with how I poured it. I don't know. It's not as bourbon-y. No, not at all, actually. But definitely getting more of the roasty chocolatey. Yeah. Well, and really good point. It actually does smell a lot roastier. A lot more roasty than all the mm-hmm. cows. And I feel like there's almost like this slight nuttiness on the finish, mm-hmm. which I, I assume is coming from the, the wood from the bourbon barrel. Yeah, I can see that. It's interesting. It smells good. I definitely smell the cacao nibs coming through in there, and it, it just makes it like a deeper, darker chocolate. And like you said, I think also what the cacao's doing is just kind of beating down that bourbon yeah. in the nose. Because, yeah, I don't smell... I mean, the, the bourbon's very, very subdued. It's there, though, for sure. A little slight caramel. I definitely still get the vanilla, by the way. I definitely still get the vanilla. Yeah, it's not as pronounced, though. No, it's playing second fiddle. To the cacao. Yeah. The cacao is definitely dominating. So you already took a sip. What are your feelings? Yeah. um, I feel like the flavors in general are just a little more muted. Um, Ooh. There's more alcohol perception to it, I will say. It stings more alcohol-wise when I take a sip. Do you feel that way? Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it tastes more stringent. It's like a little bit astringent. It's more spirit-driven, and I'm getting a lot of that astringency without getting the the beautiful notes of the bourbon flavor characteristics. Uh, because I feel like that, that cacao, that chocolatiness, is much more bold, much more rich, and that's kind of doing away with yeah. a lot of those nicer bourbon flavors. How do you feel? No, I agree with that 100%. This is more like straight chocolate milk. You know, like it's very chocolatey, but with booze to it. Right, I would say in a booze form. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. It's still good. I it's still quite like, like it. It's not like overtly sweet, and it's not crazy, crazy chocolatey, but definitely more chocolate. Chocolate is the number one tasting note, I think. And it is more roasty, like we were saying, in right. the nose, but it's also got a little ashy finish to it. That all the cows did not have at all. So, yeah. So I think that if we had just had all the chocolate cows and didn't have all the cows, that I would like this even more. But doing them side by side, it just really makes me want all the chocolate cows over all, or I'm sorry, all the cows over all the chocolate cows. Because I just feel like all the cows is more finesse tasting. Yeah, it is. It's more well-rounded. There's more, I feel like there's more flavor coming through. Which is kind of weird because looking at them, I would think I would like all the chocolate cows more. But I, st- I still quite like it, but. I mean, yeah, we're being very nitpicky. Yeah, but all we, the cows. As we do. I don't know. It's interesting because just, I guess all the cows seems cleaner to me in a way. Just because like it has a lot more flavor notes and that you can taste them. Like you can distinctly taste them. Whereas. With all the chocolate cows, it seems a lot more muddled in the flavor. And it's like, oh, I clearly get all this chocolate. And then there's like a burn from the alcohol. It's a little astringent. 
And then maybe I'm getting some bourbon. Maybe I'm getting like, I'm definitely getting a roasty. Maybe I'm getting a little ashiness. Like you feel less sure of what you're getting out of that. All the cows, you're clearly getting a bunch of other things. It's just more complex, more finesse. Yeah. Sure. I agree with that. So what I remember is still accurate. Um, I like all the cows. Yeah. I like all the cows over all the chocolate cows more, which I did not think would be the case. Much like you said. Going into buying these beers, I thought for sure, oh, man, all the chocolate cows is going to be better. Well, that's why this is important that you just taste these beers because you never know. never know. All right. Well, let's move on to beer number three. And when we're recording this next portion, the second half here, uh, we had just actually run to the brewery's DC store where I can pick up my society beers. And we were able to get some things we don't typically get, which are hoppy beers, because... When I'm ordering, I never know when we're actually going to get the beer, so it could be months out. So I don't want to order a hoppy beer or a a bunch of hoppy beers and then pick it up six months later or something, because it's not going to taste any good. There's no point. We picked them up today, and we're drinking them. Yeah, so uh, we knew we were going down, so I placed an additional order ahead of time, which you can do specifically there, and then just have it thrown in with your society stuff, which is what I did. And so I was like, oh... When we got at home, I was like, well, let's throw these beers into an episode because you're not going to get them often in these episodes because, like I said, we don't buy them that often. So the next one is actually a Hoppy Pilsner, and it is called Unwind. It is... And that's through their offshoot beer company brand. Yes, good point, good point. They have three. There's The Brewery, which is all their barrel-aged cats on the move, if you hear something. The Brewery. There's the brewery, which is their all their barrel aged stuff. Then there's the uh, brewery Teru, which is all their you know funky and sour stuff. And then there's offshoot, which is all the hoppy and, and sometimes lighter stuff. So this is unwind hoppy pills, five point seven percent alcohol, and yep, there's no other information on it. Sixteen ounce can. Because when they do cans, they're only doing sixteen ounce cans. I've never oh except the um. They're bright beers. They do those in, I don't know how many ounces, but they're smaller. They're Oh, yeah, it, it's like the skinny 12-ounce can, yeah. So. All right. Okay. So it's very yellow and very clear. Yeah. I mean, there's a slight, slight haziness to it, but yeah, for the most part, pretty clear. I mean, if you just look at this, you'd be like, yeah, it's a... IPA or something. It smells really hoppy, actually. Yeah. But it also smells really crisp and light. Yeah. So, it's a Pilsner, but it doesn't smell like a Pilsner because of how how much, like, citrusy hoppiness is on top. But, like Rebecca pointed out, there is kind of, like, a crispness in the nose that's not there for a lot of IPAs. Yeah, and I'm getting, like, just, like, a straw hay. Okay. I mean, we should be getting that because it's a Pilsner, yeah, but... I'm getting it. I'm not getting it so much. I just get so much of that hoppiness. It's, like, crazy. Yeah. It's very, very juicy smelling, very citrusy smelling. I get... Okay, so it's like a... It smells a little sweet. I get a slight, slight, slight bubblegum note in the nose. I can see that. Grapefruit. A little orange. 
little mango maybe. It smells good. It smells real good. It's not as I just took a, my first sip. It's not as flavorful as I was hoping. Huh. Yeah, so as as strong as that hoppy nose is, it doesn't taste as hoppy. No. Like, I'm not perceiving all those. I get that flavor to it, but yeah, it's tasting more like a lager. Hmm. And it tastes, um, mm. it's, it's bready. It is. Yeah, it's kind of like bready. People say biscuity, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely got that Pilsner finish. Yeah. For sure. Hmm. You know, this just makes me think, like, I le- I think it's good, but this just makes me think, I think I want my Pilsners and Hoppy Beers separate. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I know I've had Hoppy Pilsners in the past. It's been not very recently. And you know what? I, I just think I want them separately. I either want Hoppy or a light Pilsner type yeah. beer. It's just hard because it's like kind of hoppy and then you're getting some of the some of the characteristics of the Pilsner, but right. it's just not marrying well. So I think that like as I continue to drink it, it is tasting a lot more hoppy than I was initially getting. You want a little more of it? No, I was ready for my rinse. Um and actually to a point where I feel like I mean, I'm still getting some Pilsner aspect to it, but I feel like it's getting lost a lot for the most part. Yeah, it is. Like, it's a lot of hoppiness. And there's a decent bitterness at play there as well. It's just kind of like, the whole beer just kind of falls flat for me. I mean, falls flat in, you mean your opinion of it? Oh, I don't, I mean, flavor-wise, there's a lot of flavor there. Mm, I think it's just coming off odd how the two things are married together. Yeah, it's just okay. I mean, that's my perspective on it, is that they're coming together in a way that I don't... It's making me be like, I either want it to be a Pilsner or I want it to be an IPA, the way I'm tasting it. Having an identity crisis. Right, truly. But there is a lot of flavor there. If you like the idea of tasting a little bit of Pilsner in your really hot, in your nicely hoppy beer, then there you go. It's just okay. Yeah. Okay, so our next... Number four, we have also from the Offshoot Beer Company, is their Escape, which is a West Coast IPA. I think it's Escape. Escape? (laughs) It's a joke. I'm joking. And it is 7.1%. Yeah. So I saw this on there, and I'm like, oh my god, I love West Coast style IPAs. Thank you so much. So I had to get it. It's also a 16-ounce can, and they're both, like, beach-themed. Yeah. Because you're going to escape to the beach and unwind at the beach. Escape and unwind. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. So this, in comparison to the unwind, it's kind of similar. Also very clear. It's yellow, but also also has a, a hint of orange. Yeah. This is um, more clear than the unwind, for sure. This is like a crystal clear beer. It looks good. It's so piney and mango-y. Ooh. Pine, mango, Ooh. resin. Oh, yeah. All those things. Yeah, yeah. And also pineapple. Oof. Oh, my gosh. This is really it good. It smells really good. That nose is, is outstanding. And I, I think you hit it, like, right on. Pine, mango, pineapple, resin. That's all there. It smells kind of sticky. 
Mm. You know, like with just like so much lupulin just hanging out in there. Mm. It smells like when you drink it, it's going to be a little bit thick on the mouth feel. What did you say the ABV was? 7.1. Huh. Okay. I mean, it smells like the body's going to be more serious than a 7.1, but. Ooh, that has a really nice smell. That balance of all those different aromas is so nice in that. They're all like on the same level. I love it. That's a great nose. Mm. Tastes good. I love the mouthfeel. It has. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's a winner, dude. Yeah, that pine's coming through, but it's, it's just a little bit. Then it goes into the mango. It goes into the pineapple. Mm. There's a little sweetness to it on there. What else are you getting? Anything else? I don't think so. I'm getting everything that I kind of said in the flavor, in the nose, in the flavor. There's a bitterness on the finish, but it's not as much as I expected from Agreed. It. I thought it was going to be super bitter, but it's not. It's like, um, this is another just one of those well-balanced. The nose is yeah. well-balanced. The yeah. taste is well-balanced. Yeah, this this beer, what they were going for, it's, yeah, they they hit their mark. They definitely hit their mark with this beer. This is a good one. As, as eh, as we were on the unwind, we are like, yeah, on, on this, this escape. Yeah. That is, and I'm Particularly happy with that because, you know, West Coast style IPA has been my favorite type of IPA. Mm. Yeah, it's good. It's like the anti-hazy. The anti-hazy. Yeah. Oh, man. And it's, even though it's super flavorful and it has a bit of a body to it, it's also easy at the same time. It is really easy. I just, like, slammed mine. Mm. Um, yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's a really... That's nice. That's one of the the better IPAs I've had in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Okay, so last one. We usually only do four beers. But, but we're we doing decided, an extra one. Yeah, because we're, there's one beer in particular. We were going to do this one, and the extra was doing both of those hoppy beers, because I was like, well, let's just do five, because... We're barely ever going to have hoppy beers on this, so might as well use it while we have it. But we had already decided, because Rebecca has been very excited for this beer when we were going to pick it up, so we are like, we'll definitely throw it in this episode, so go ahead, Rebecca. Okay, so this is Meemaw's Famous Sticky Bun Stout. So it is an imperial stout with pecans, maple syrup, cinnamon, and natural flavors, and it's 9.2%. So I know you're very excited about this. And I'm glad, but temper your expectations going in because, you know, with nuts, I know it's really, really hard to get those to show, you know, things like, there are just certain things. It's just hard to get it to come through. Like coconut, we found, is often not actually coming through in beers. Um, any sort of nut. Nuts even are Macadamia even nut, I feel like. The, the brewery does a lot of macadamia nut, and I have yet to taste macadamia nut. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, there's still we'll other. See. The maple syrup and cinnamon. Yeah. We'll see. And I like that this isn't. Way to squash my hopes and dreams. I'm not squashing. I'm just saying don't have your hopes so insanely high that you can't enjoy it. I know. That's what I'm trying to say. I feel like that's true with any beer, though. Yeah. You know, you don't, you don't want to psych yourself out of it. Like, psych it up to be like, this is going to yeah. be the most epic beer, and then you try it and it's not, and then you're just like, oh, well, that makes me really disappointed. 
Well, it looks like a stout. Definitely. Oh, and I was going to say, I really like that this is not bourbon barrel aged, too. Every now and then they do offer, like, stouts or imperial stouts that, you know, aren't barrel aged. Because as much as I do love all their barrel aging, and I do, it's it's nice every now and then to just get something without that. So, I like that. It's nice to drink something that's not 20%. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Oh my gosh, this smells amazing. Whoa. It smells like a sticky bun. You know, okay. Uh, I, I see where you're getting elements of a sticky bun, but for me, there's a um, coffee that kicks in at the end of the smell that throws me out of the sticky bun idea. But I see where you're getting. It's like upfront sticky bun, and then I mean, you get you, coffee, and it's like definitely. Mm. Get, I'm definitely getting the cinnamon. I'm definitely getting the maple syrup. Yeah, um, I would say the cinnamon and maple syrup are probably the strongest things in there. It almost. It seems like there's a, a vanilla. Is yeah. It, there is there vanilla in it? Mm, no. no. But it smells kind of like a vanilla, and yeah, mm-hmm. like I said, there, there's a coffee finish on the end, so it's like. Having a sticky bun for breakfast with your coffee. There you go. It's kind of how it smells. Um, that maple's pretty strong. Don't smell any pecans. What about you? Mm-mm. I mean, there might be a bit of a nuttiness on the nose. I'm not getting the pecan, Ooh. but I'm getting the maple syrup and the cinnamon and the taste, and it is very good. I feel like I do get pecan. You do? Yeah, but I think it's kind of mixing with... The maple. You know what I mean? Like those, I feel like those flavors go together. Yeah. So when you taste them, it's kind of hard to differentiate them as this is maple, this is pecan. So I think they kind of like mesh together. But I think I it's get really it. really good. The, the smoothness and creaminess of this beer is insane. And I like, I was a little worried, and you probably were too, that the cinnamon was going to be a little overpowering. But I don't think it is. I think it's really well balanced. So, for me, the maple presence and the cinnamon presence in this is taking it to my threshold just about. Yeah. But it's like, it's like coming right to the line for me. That if they would have pushed it a little bit more on either of those things or both of those things, I would be like, um, no thank you. I'm not interested. It's too much for me. But, so you taste the maple for sure. The cinnamon for sure. Definitely, definitely. What else are you definitely tasting in it? I feel like I get some vanilla. I was just going to say, I'm getting vanilla as well. And there is a creaminess. Yeah, very creamy. Um, I don't... I can't say for sure I'm tasting pecan. There's another flavor in there. Maybe it's pecan. I feel like I get the pecan. And maybe part of that kind of creaminess is coming from the proteins from the actual pecan nut. nut. Uh, So that's a possibility. Because it it definitely feels like, even though it's 9% and you would expect a decent body to it, it's like... There's something else to it other than just it being a, you know, more full-bodied imperial stout. That, like, it's proteiny. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, when you have nuts in your mouth. <laughs> um, <laughs> when you have nuts in your mouth, uh, there's that kind of, like, proteiny coating. And it's it's almost oily a little bit. Okay. You know? So, so there's a little bit of that. But not in a bad way, obviously. But... It's good. I like it. I do get some of the nice roastiness on the finish that's not as much coffee as I was smelling, but it's like got a slight it's coffee good. note. I really like it. Mm-hmm. It is good. It I'm is not good. disappointed. It is good. It is good. It's a good one. I dig it. 
Okay, so we got to rank these. Ugh, this is going to be a toughie for me. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Ooh, this is okay. You, you, yeah. Rebecca's setting them in order. Okay, I see where. Okay, I see what you're doing here. I see what you're doing here. Okay, okay, okay. All right, go ahead. I got my order. So my number four, number five. There are five <laughs> beers you're here. Just used to the number Woo. four. Um, is the unwind the happy pills? Yeah. And then my number four is All the Chocolate Cows. Mm-hmm. My number three is the Escape, the West Coast IPA. My number two is All the Cows. And my number one is the Sticky Bun Stout. Okay. I get you. So my number five is the same. It's the Unwind. And I'm going to say my number four is also the same. Oh. It's the All the Chocolate Cows. Now, my number three is the Sticky Bun Stout, oh. is Mima's sti- famous Sticky Bun Stout. My number two is the Escape. Uh, it's a really good IPA, but just edging it out is All the Cows. I think All the Cows is really good. All the Cows is your number one. Yeah, All the Cows is my number one. And that Escape, I you know, I was between yeah. number one being the Escape or the, t- All the Cows. The, my top three are kind of interchangeable. Because they're all really strong. Yeah, they're all pretty strong. I agree with that. All right, so now uh, I don't think any of these beers are going to be able to to hit the top, um, the top ten that I go over. So I'm just going to wrap it up and give everyone what the top ten are for this ongoing series. If people, if this is the first time you're listening to it, every time that I we do one of these Brewery Society beers episodes, I have created a full ranked list of all the ones we try and I input them in the right place and then I'll go over the top 10 at, at first I was just doing the top five but I was like I'll do the top 10 so I'm, I'll go over the top 10 each time so number 10 at the moment is s'more bubbles which is the sour stout and imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels with marshmallow cacao graham cracker and vanilla number nine is straight up so happens it's Tuesday which is just a bourbon barrel aged imperial stout. Number eight is We Heavy Coconuts, which we just got another can of. I'm excited about that. That is a bourbon barrel-aged scotch We Heavy with toasted coconut, walnuts, and cinnamon. Number seven is the Blueberry Pancake Black Tuesday, which was an imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels with blueberries, maple syrup, and natural flavors. Number six is Chocolate Rain from 2015. It was aged four years when we tried it. Uh, That was bourbon barrel-aged imperial stout with cacao nibs and vanilla beans. Number, oh, whoops, I have an extra one in here. So, (laughs) okay, so back it all up one number. So that was that, Chocolate Rain was actually number seven. So S'more Bubbles was actually number 11 because I skipped a number in here. But uh, so anyway, so the actual number... Six is Chocolate Rain, spelled R-E-I-G-N. That is a double-barrel-aged imperial stout with cacao nibs and vanilla beans. Number five is Cherry Chocolate Rain, imperial stout aged in rye whiskey barrels with cacao nibs, vanilla beans, and tart cherries. Number four is Samoa Black Tuesday, imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels with toasted coconut, cacao nibs, vanilla, maple syrup, and graham cracker. 
Number three is Island Time. Sweet stout with Hawaiian sea salt and lactose. I love that beer. With marshmallow, toasted coconut, and vanilla flavor. Do you know what number two and one are? No. Can you? Okay, so you'll, I mean, it'll make sense to you. Number two is Pistachio Vanilla Black oh. Tuesday. Imperial Stout aged in bourbon barrels with pistachio and vanilla. Must be What's number one? Spicy Island. Yes. Number one is the Spicy Island Black Tuesday, which is an Imperial Stout aged in bourbon barrels with pineapple and habanero peppers. So there you have it, the top 11. Yeah. <laughs> I'll renumber that so I won't make that mistake the next time. But, um, yeah, since we just ran to the brewery store down in D.C., we have even more beers to do these episodes. We weren't out of them anyway. So. Yes, I was going to say, I, there was no shortage. <laughs> yeah, so uh, needless to say, we're going to keep doing these. Like, plenty of them. I, I'm not going to... Well, at some point I might, but I was going to say I'm not going to put them out, like, week after week. But I might at some point do, you know, one one week and then another one the next week. We'll see. But, at any rate, thanks everyone for checking this out. We love these beers. And until next time... Keep it brutal. Keep it brutal.